0: Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What's good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Vegas Nation First and Ten, your weekly go-to for Raider news and analysis before we bring in our great friend and co-host Sam Gordon. Uh, Just want to let you know that Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal and Blue Wire. Sam Gordon, how are you, my friend? Vinny, I'm doing well.
1: Uh, more importantly, how are you? How was, how was Florida? I hear you were down there for a few days. I uh, want to hear all about it. How was everything uh, at the owners' meetings?
0: Yeah, uh, it was great. And uh, a couple of uh, you know takeaways, that we're going to get into the Raiders' end of it. Got a chance to really uh, spend some quality time, as they say, with Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels. Um, and that was really positive and, I thought, um, productive. Uh, but... You know, aside from that, Sam, and this kind of goes back to the scouting combine in Indianapolis. Boy, I'll tell you what—it's so refreshing to see how things are getting back to normal. Uh, this is the first NFL owners' meetings, really, since the pandemic. So uh, we've gone two owners' meetings that were done virtually um, this year. It's, it was back on track. Uh, a lot of. You know, just it was it felt normal. And I just feel like in a in a bigger sense, not just for the NFL, but us, you know, as a society, really, it's nice that things are getting back uh, to regular. And just to kind of paint a picture, you know, people have, you know, they sometimes ask, well, what is, you know, the, the NFL owners meetings? It's basically the kickoff for the new league year. And what it is, is. You know, all the owners get together. One of the big things uh, always is coming up with new rules and deciding on new rules. We saw the overtime rule we'll get into that. Uh, I thought that was a positive step in the right direction. But also they're talking about, you know, millions of other things between the owners, the coaches, um, the general managers. But it's also uh, a place where everyone kind of mingles, you know, the, uh, the coaches and GMs and everybody, they bring their families. So it's kind of a very chill, uh, relaxed, kind of family oriented type of a, uh, type of a scene. And, you know, you also get, uh, a lot of work done. And for us in the media, you know, we get access to the coaches that we cover, the general managers that we cover and the owners that we cover. Uh, so there's a lot, you know, going on, but it's, if you're, if you're to kind of put a word on it, it's almost like the company picnic, um, You know, to to start things off. Uh, But it was, like I said, it was really great to see everything uh, get back to normal. Uh, Back in town, uh, the Raiders are back in town. Uh, I know they feel pretty good about where they are, but here's a takeaway. I don't think they feel like they're even close to, to, you know, uh, closing things up on this roster. There's still a lot of work to be done. um, And they do feel good about certain areas, absolutely. Uh, But I still think, like, that offensive line is something that they're going to continue to take with linebacker, and we'll see about cornerback. Um, So, uh, any thoughts? From your end, yeah. I mean, just kind
1: of following along with your coverage, and again, as always, an excellent job. Um, you know, got a chance to, to follow, of course, on Twitter and, and on, on vegasnation.com. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Just it just seems seems to be a lot of positive momentum, uh, for the entire league uh, as a whole building, um, towards the 2022 season, of course, uh, w- with the NFL draft, and uh. And just kind of like where we're at, you know, with 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 things in the NFL, it really seems like like the league is in a good place. Like you said, after after a couple uh, a couple challenging seasons, challenging in a lot of ways. Of course, twenty twenty one felt easier than twenty twenty, but still um, not where we want everything to be. And the fact that we're getting back there um, it is crucial, especially you know with the draft right around the corner. Of course, of course here in Las Vegas, so a lot of moving parts. We don't expect that to stop. That's that's the way football is these days. That's why the NFL is. And uh, you know now it's time to kind of gear up. Um, for the draft, I wanted, wanted to get to get, you know, like, like you said, those, those areas that the Raiders, um, you need, still need to address, still feel like they need to address eyes. You know, you had an interesting tweet that, that the Raiders might not necessarily be averse to moving around in the draft a little bit of any of where things stand right now. What do you feel like their, their strategy might be, um, based on what you, what you gathered from these past few days for the rest of, of free agency going into the draft?
0: Um, you know, flexibility, number one, uh, I think that if there's a player uh, that they feel like they have to have, like in that second round, uh, they'd be open to, to you know, making it a move to move up. And I know that when I, when I tweeted that, it kind of started a little bit of a firestorm, like, <laughs> oh, there goes Darren Waller. And I'm like, that's not what they're saying, uh, you know, whatsoever. There's always ways to use even next year's assets uh, to move up. You know, if, if, if another team feels like, hey, you know, we don't feel like there's, Value here, um, where where we're picking, we'd rather you know uh, you know pick up some extra picks maybe, or or pick up an asset for next year. There's all sorts of, of ways that they can that they can do that. But I think from a bigger picture perspective, I think the Raiders are going to be flexible and open to any uh, ideas on how to get better, and that could include trading back to pick up some extra picks to sort of make up for the two that they gave away. It's not going to be a, it may not be a first or second round pick. But if they could fall back a little bit in the second round and maybe pick up another, you know, third or fourth rounder to get, you know, uh, uh, bodies here, um, you know, players that they feel uh, can help them, whether it's immediately or, or down the line, they're going to be uh, open to that. And staying on the draft, um, you know, interesting to talk to both Josh and Dave Ziegler about how they utilize and view the draft, and it's sure. really uh, kind of the opposite of free agency. Free agency, they're looking to. Fill holes, you know, and fill needs. That's that's the primary usage of uh, free agency. We saw them go out and get Chandler Jones, even though that didn't look necessarily like a need because they had Unique Ngakwe and, uh, and Max Crosby. But I think they looked at Unique Ngakwe and, and said, you know what, for what we're trying to do defensively uh, and what we ask from that position. Um, there's probably a better fit out there uh, and that's what they decided. So they, they, you know, go and sign Chandler Jones and trade uh unique and and bring back a, uh, a promising young uh, cornerback uh, in, in uh, a rocky but also wide receiver. Obviously they needed a wide receiver and what better way to fill that hole than go get the best one out there uh, in a, uh, in a trade that, uh, that really changes the dynamics of their team. But, flipping back to the draft, um, their philosophy is that's how you build for the future and for the teams. And Josh McDaniels uh, made a great point. Um, Like, look, don't be surprised if we even draft three of the same position on You know, uh, uh, in the third, fourth and fifth round, let's just say, let's just throw that out there, wherever it might be in in the draft. If we feel like those three players at that particular point in the draft represent the best value and the best talent, they're not averse to doing that. And and what his point was, you know, you may have a hole at, you know, let's say uh, inside linebacker and you could just go get an inside linebacker at that position at that point in the draft. Whereas, but, you know, you might see a quarterback or a safety or a cornerback or whatever the case might be sitting there that on your board is the clear cut best number, you know, 67 player on your board. And they feel like, hey, if you can strengthen a strength that way um, or just, uh, you know, keep adding as many good players because what they said was, look, it, it all works out, you know, maybe at the end of training camp. We're sitting here um, with a strength at one position. Now you can maybe move one of those players, you know, to go get something that you do need, um, you know, and maybe a better player than who would have been on the board at number sixty-seven, right there. So I guess what I'm saying is uh, the the this, the approach that they're going to have to this draft, and I think that fans should kind of brace for this: is don't expect them just to draft for need. They're going to draft the best players they feel at that position in the draft. Yeah, that, that that totally makes sense, especially
1: when you kind of you, when you've given the off season, like you, you like you detailed when like they've had. I think when you you know your, your first thing you said right flexibility going into the draft that to me kind of feels like the the entire theme of, of really the entire off season. For the Raiders, what what they wanted to do, they were patient early on, wanted to see kind of how everything was playing out, and then they waited to make their moves, right? And now they make their 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 big moves, and now, of course, as we know, free agency isn't isn't is far from over. There's still plenty of time left. I'm sure there's going to be different people after the draft released and, and and cut and different trades and all those possibilities still left to unfold. We know how this thing this thing plays out. So the fact that, that they're that you know, Vinny, that like you say, they're keeping a flexible approach into the draft, it, it, it feels like it lines up with, with kind of the way they've approached um, the entire offseason in general. And if we, if we look at what that's produced to this point, to me it's it's clearly a a better roster, a more talented roster, more high end talent on the roster right now than there was, you know, even a month month and a half ago uh, at this time. And, and lo and behold, when the draft comes, there's, of course, holes to address and, of course, depth that you can build out, um, right? You can never have too many good football players, even if it's at the same position. Like, the, the more good football players you have, the better. So um, it, it makes it makes total sense that, that they're kind of viewing things through that lens. And uh, that, that opens the door for a lot of different possibilities going forward this next month.
0: um, you know, you mentioned the first couple of days of free agency when uh, the Raiders were, as you said, being patient and disciplined. Uh, meanwhile, a lot of their fans were uh, not being patient and definitely not being disciplined in how they expressed uh, some of their angst and some of their nervousness and, and anxiousness uh, on social media. And I know that, you know, it's been a couple of days since uh, since we kind of reported this, but. Dave Ziegler saw all those memes. I'm just letting you guys know. Uh, you might want to be careful. And he is on Twitter, by the way. Um, so he follows these things. And it, when he's not, when he doesn't see it, he's got a tight-knit group of friends that he grew up with uh, back in Ohio who uh, are never going to let him stay non-grounded. And if there's any way that they can, you know, uh, convey the message that uh, don't get too big for your britches, they've got the means to do that and the memes to do that. So as he was you know sitting back kind of waiting for things to play out um his friends were sending him all those memes the the the, the dave ziegler in the clown face uh the dave ziegler asleep at the wheel so uh, he got a big kick out of that um and uh, uh but just to let you know uh, he's definitely paying attention and by the way um not to say any of that that he wasn't feeling a little bit nervous and he wasn't feeling a little bit anxious um you know as he pointed out look You want to add players. You want to uh, make the team better. Um, You want to do everything possible. And you want to do it like right now. But you can't always do it right now. And as he mentioned, look, um, if you want to make a deal, you can make a deal. It's just a matter of how high do you really want to go to make that deal happen. And you can close it as quickly as your willingness to pay a lot of money to make it happen. That's usually how it all works. But That doesn't mean that's the right decision just to close the deal and be undisciplined in how you go about doing it because you kind of get into a cycle after a while uh, where you do that, you know, a little bit too often. And that's how mistakes happen. And that's how you put yourself in cap hell. uh, And that's how you, you, you end up building, um, you know, maybe a mismanaged uh, type of a team. So in spite of all the anxiousness that he felt, Himself and also all the pressure from the outside to get something done. Uh, He did stay uh, true to the plan. Uh, It's it's something that that's how he was trained with the New England Patriots. He's seen it work out many many times, uh, and that's kind of how he's gonna uh, go about playing it.
1: Yeah, and that that you know again makes total sense. Just there's no there's no Rome wasn't built in one day, and you know other the the way things worked out for the Raiders, they get. Um, the players they want, impact players, Pro Bowl, All Pro kind of players on both sides of the ball, and are also able to fill up, fill some needs and, and build some depth. Vinny, Vinny, I want to shift gears real quick. Um, I know there was some conversation down there about Derek Carr's contract extension, right? Where Where do you feel like things are sitting between the Raiders and Derek Carr, and, and, and when do you get a sense uh, that something is going to get done? Has there been progress, or where are things at?
0: Well, I think uh, uh, as we sit right now, unless things have changed since I uh, you know did some digging into it. Uh, they're not, you know, um, they haven't found that sweet spot, uh, that Josh McDaniels uh, pointed out on, uh, on Monday. Uh, and that's, that's what they're trying to do is to find that sweet spot that works for both the player, um, and the team. And until they do, this is going to, uh, continue to linger. And, you know, um, do I think it happens? Yes, I do. Uh, do I think it'll get ugly? No, I don't. Um. Do I think that it could carry over the training camp? There's a possibility uh, that it can. Uh, but, you know, to backtrack just a little bit, this has nothing to do with how the Raiders view Derek Carr as a fit for the team. Um, and, I'm, and I asked that question to Josh McDaniels. Hey, is this a money thing, you know, financial thing or a player fit? The player fit is... Taken care of. They understand who he is, what he brings to the table, and that they can build around uh, a quarterback the caliber of Derek Carr and get where they want to get to. Um, So it's just at this point, kind of a matter of finding that financial compensation that fits for both the team and and for Derek Carr. um, And they haven't gotten there yet. Uh, Will they? I believe they will, uh, but I can't sit here today and say that it's going to happen sooner rather than later, or tomorrow, or the next week. Um, At some point. You know, both sides and maybe more along the lines of Derek Carr at this point uh, probably has to make a little bit of a, uh, um, you know, not so much a concession, but but be okay with a certain number um, and, then, and then move forward. But I do expect Derek Carr uh, to happily uh, move forward with the Raiders and, and likewise with the Raiders and Derek Carr uh, to keep him here for the next, you know, three, four years, whatever the case might be. And here's what I'll also say to that. There's too much motivation um, not for it to happen, all right? And and I guess what I'm saying is you don't go out and get Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones and add to what you feel is a really good foundation and a really good base because I think the Raiders really feel like they have um, enough to go compete on any given Sunday with anybody. Um, and why challenge that and why dis- dis- disrupt that by getting into a conflict uh you know contract co- uh, conflict with your quarterback or not being able to find common brown g- common ground and and creating you know something some drama that you don't need uh, i think the, Ra- the raiders feel like they're ready set to go with some more tinkering uh the last thing they need is is that hanging over their head
1: well yeah i'm with you completely right like the moves that they made are conducive to winning now or or, or being better this season than they were last season and and you don't do that if there's going to be any un- uncertainty uh, at quarterback, at least, at least it doesn't. It feels to me like that wouldn't make sense if there's going to be any kind of uncertainty at, at quarterback. So um, that 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 makes sense, right? And and it, it, you do you do figure that something is going to get done uh, between t- these two parties because, quite frankly, there's too much at stake for they not to for they not to get you know something done. So uh, yeah, I, I think I think it makes it makes total sense. And again, it's one of those things, right, Vinny? We talk about you know the approach with the Raiders and new front office patience, flexibility, no rush. It feels like that's how this is playing out too, and again, not necessarily a bad thing. Just kind of the way that this new regime seems to be moving, and, and the results so far, I imagine Raider fans would feel like they're pretty promising. And, and there's no reason that I, that I don't I don't feel like this is going to get done too um, at some point.
0: in time. Yeah, for sure. And uh, kind of an interesting side bit to to all of that. Talking to some people in the NFL, um, you know, while you know, and we've written about this and talked about this, you know, sort of how. Josh McDaniels and and Dave Ziegler, you know how they kind of cut their teeth. Um, obviously, was with the Patriots. You know, um, both both of them pl- worked in Denver uh, for a short period of time. Uh, Josh McDaniels worked worked with the Rams for one year. Um, but let's face it, they're Patriot kind of people, cut from that cloth. However, and that they're going to bring some of those elements. I think we've already seen uh, some of those elements uh, here with the work that they've done so far with with the Raiders. But an interesting um, note to all that, talking to some people in the NFL, is you're also seeing them do things kind of how they want to do it. And not to say that their hands were tight. I mean, you know, in in, in in their case, they didn't always have the final say, obviously. Uh, that's, that's Bill Belichick, uh, without question. He runs that whole show there with the help of a lot of qualified people. Um, but I would imagine there were times where, you know, obviously in that situation, you're going to have to defer – to the decision maker, and it might not be exactly how you would have done it, um, but it was Bill Belichick making the final call, and they had to respect that. I think as you're as 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 what the moves for Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, Sam, I'm not so sure New England does that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not so sure that that's a, a path that they would have necessarily taken under Bill Belichick. So it, it it makes you wonder, and people in the NFL have asked this question and feel like. They got the answer just in, the, in in their actions. You know, is this them sort of spreading their wings and putting their own print on it and saying, "Hey, look, you know, we can look more in in those directions than maybe they did in New England." And that's that's sort of uh, something to look forward to for 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 Raider fans moving forward that they're not going to be averse to making big moves like that in that market.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And just, I mean, think about, you know, how many times the last couple of decades, right? The Patriots have taken big swings. There's been a couple, but very, very few, you know, over the last two decades, it's always been more, you know, very, you have your core elements in place. Of course, Tom Brady and whatnot, obviously being the main one, but um, for the most part, it was, it was making sure the system was, was well loyal, bringing in guys that were good fits, finding value, things like that. Not necessarily the superstar model, but let's face it, like, the game's changed like the way rosters are built and the way rosters are constructed now you take a look vinny i know it's a point we've discussed before but like look at the last three super bowl winners kansas city uh tampa bay and the rams all very aggressive in upgrading their roster not just with with good players but going out and getting pro bowl level superstar caliber kind of players and and, and i don't think they're mutually exclusive you can build out a roster with depth and with players that, that that fit fit the system and fit what you want to do. And that can be good fits long-term and that don't necessarily have the biggest names, but you can also go get superstars. I, I think like the Rams are a great example of that. I mean, both those franchises, it takes a little bit of both. So the big swings, um, the the big names, and then also building out depth. Um, I think that's, obviously that's what this regime, you know, is wants to do. And, and seems to be, um, doing so far, and, and you, you can move at your own pace when you do that. So uh, it, it's definitely a, a different approach than than what the Patriots have. But again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe that fit New England and the culture they had, out, you know, up there. But this is the Raiders. This is this is Vegas. This is a totally different kind of situation. And I think what we've seen is is that duo understand what they're working with and 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 utilizing their approach. Accordingly, which is you know why the Raiders are in the situation that they're in right
0: now. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to get into next week um, where they are on the uh, offensive line. Uh, got a chance, obviously, to talk to 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 Ziegler and McDaniel's. It, are they set there? I don't think so. I don't think there's any way they they could feel comfortable going into next year with what they have. Um, there was some interest in some free agents. It didn't work out. It happens sometimes. Uh, they had to pivot uh, when 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 that happened. Uh, so, but it gives you a, a, a feeling like. They understand that there's improvements that need to be made. Uh, it's interesting to hear them talk about how they're going to do a lot of tinkering during OTAs and minicamp, playing guys at multiple positions, playing multiple guys alongside each other, so that there's some uh, experience and chemistry that gets built. Because as we saw last year with um, you know uh, Richie Incognito and Desmond or uh, Denzel Good going down, uh, you know by the first half of the first game, you never know what's going to happen. So you have to have some way to be able to build some chemistry with these guys at all these various positions. So you'll see that then, you know, in training camp, I think they'll get a little bit settled down, figure out who their best five are um, and, and and start getting ready for the season in that regard. But next week we'll start talking about some names where they are with the offensive line uh, and definitely some, some uh, other positions as well, but I don't think that they're done uh, at offensive line. I also feel like don't be shocked if they draft a quarterback at some point. Uh, it sounds like Josh McDaniels is really, uh, keen on bringing a young guy uh, Into the program uh, To develop uh, that player Over the next couple of years uh, To see what you end up with I mean you might end up With a Jimmy Garoppolo Or Jacoby Brissett Maybe not help your team Necessarily Although both of those guys did help the Patriots there when, when they needed to, to lean on them. But also maybe somebody that you could trade down the road or maybe develop as the starter to you know to, to uh, finish up on on Derek Carr or to follow Derek Carr. So uh, a lot more to talk about next week. I uh, want to say thanks to Larry Muir, um, our great producer. Sam, thanks for the great effort as usual. Thank you to all our listeners. Uh, we truly appreciate it. We'll be back at it early next week. Uh, thanks for the patience. Just kind of wanted to recap this week after the uh, uh, owner's meeting and and what we gathered uh, from there. That's why we did it a little bit later on this week, but we'll be back at it early next week. Sam, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it, Vinny. Talk soon.
1: Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas, so download the STN Sports app today.